Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Disruptive Nutrition's free five-day seminar. Our free seminar will teach you how you can successfully stop dieting, eat carbs, and learn to love your body. And it's perfect for you if you're sick of giving up carbs, have been doing that yo-yo dieting thing for too long, and you feel like your metabolism is slow to a stop, that you crave sugar, that you don't have any time to get healthy, and that you've tried everything but nothing works. If you're tired and have no energy and you feel like losing weight is impossible, then we can show you how you can learn a better way to live and succeed with our free five-day seminar. From the comfort of your own home in a Facebook chat with our team, you will engage in short daily lessons and win prizes worth over $50 just for completing the daily tasks. During our free seminar, you will allow yourself to reflect on your own mindsets and beliefs that might be holding you back. You'll learn why diets always fail, why they're unsatisfying, and what you need to be doing instead. All week during the free seminar, you'll get personalized and interactive learning, your own free journal and workbook for reflections and notes. You'll be able to engage with videos, posts, and contests. So join Disruptive Nutrition Certified Health and Nutrition Coaches as they walk you through a free five-day seminar to teach their simple, sustainable, and satisfying approach to never diet again. To find out more and to register, go to www.disruptivenutrition.com slash seminar. Well, hey, Diet Disruptors, Carrie here, and happy, happy, happy start of the week. I oh, I love the start of a week. I just love starting fresh, um, but I'm not the kind of person that's like the diet starts Monday. I mean, I don't do that. I just love a fresh start. I, I take my weekend really seriously. I really try not to work, and I try to give myself the ability to have a, a new uh, perspective, a new to-do list, um, new goals at the start of every single week. And so as I was thinking about my topic for today, I really, you know, I, I, I do our live show on Mondays and uh, it just got me thinking around some pieces that I hear from clients or that I hear from prospective clients that has a lot to do with feeling like you're in control. 
Uh, I love that Mondays kind of give me the chance to be able to feel like, okay, I got control. Like I had my weekend and I am back. Uh, But it's not that I was like ever off or on. I'm not talking about food that way. I'm just talking about mindset wise. That fresh start is always welcomed. And so today I'm going to bring that to kind of a a level in a, in a, in a, I want to say a deepness that I don't know if you've ever heard before. I coach my clients in this concept, and I actually first learned it when I was a national educational consultant, which I was for almost 10 years. I taught this to teachers once I started learning it, and it changed everything for me. When we get prospective clients or clients or just some of our followers that jump onto a call and and talk to us about things. We often hear about how they feel like life can be out of control or they, they, they don't feel like they're in control. Sometimes we get that victim like mindset, all the things that are happening around them that are out of their control and it becomes a lot of excuses. So we've, I've studied this a lot. And like I said, the first time I really heard about what I'm going to talk about and ways to get in control, I was this national educational consultant. And so just to give you a little bit of background on that, I used to work in schools all around the country, typically disenfranchised schools, schools that were not performing. Most of them were in our inner cities um, in the United States, and they weren't easy places to teach in. They weren't easy places to learn in. There were a lot of layers of issues. But I know that the teachers that I coached that had a certain kind of mindset were 10 times more successful with the same kids than the teachers who had some disempowered mindsets. And that's when I first started learning about the concept of locus of control, L-O-C, If you are watching me live or on the replay, or even if you're listening on the podcast, and if you're listening on a podcast, I feel like you could be driving or doing other things. So maybe you don't want to stop and do this. But if you have the opportunity to comment, I want you to comment the word L-O-C. I always love to see your comments because as a teacher, it helps to secure the learning a little bit. It also gives me an indication of whether or not you're with me, right? So L-O-C, a locus of control. Here's what this really has to do with has to do with this truth bomb that I'm about to lay on you. I say this to my clients all the time, so it really won't be a truth bomb for them, but it's going to be for you, maybe. You can't control all of your circumstances. I'm going to say it again. You can't control all of your circumstances. And if you look back on life, there is always something there is always something chaotic or the next thing. And we, we seem to live our life like, okay, when this happens, then I'll be able to like get healthy. When this happens, then I'll be able to focus on X, Y, or Z. And, and it never happens. And we start to blame the things that are going on around us as to why we can't do what we really say we want to do. We talk to women all the time and While we want to work with women on a phone call to be able to come up with a plan, regardless of whether or not you work with us formally or not, the thing that we know is that when a woman takes on that victim type of uh, response to her circumstances, like I can't do something because of X, Y, and Z, 
we know they might not be ready to work with us formally or to really get the change that they want in their body. So a locus of control is really about a shift from external to internal. You want an internal locus of control. So like I said, you can't control your circumstances, but how much you believe that you can control your response despite your circumstances matters. And that is your locus of control. So I will say all the time, you probably hear me say it, but I know all of our clients hear me say this. You can't control your circumstances, but you can always control your response. If you don't believe that, if you don't believe that you can control your response, if you think I had no choice, I had to X, Y, Z, you have an external locus of control. So I'm not going to use the word victim because it gets overused and people don't always know what that means and or believe that they're being a victim because they believe that the issue, the circumstance forced a certain response. And we will often in, in our world with our clients and say, it might sound reasonable. It might sound like a rationale, but it's still an excuse. It's an excuse as to why you can't do something. And there's always consequences for that. And if you're okay with that, then fine. But I want you to think differently about this. I want you to think about the word locus of control. Instead of thinking about, I make excuses or rationales or I'm victim or whatever it is. Instead of thinking that your circumstances have to dictate your response, I want you to think about grabbing for an internal locus of control. Those who have an internal locus of control, they take the actions necessary to direct life back to the desired path. Now, no matter what, life is going to get in the way. Life is going to be chaotic. And that actually might be the norm, believe it or not. It might actually be what you need to figure out. How do you do the things that you need to do despite the chaos. Life is rarely ever going to be so calm enough where you're going to sit back and say, gosh, I got all this time. I'm going to now be able to figure out my nutrition and my health. You don't have time to waste. I always say we can make more money. We always can make more money. We cannot make more time. I am so urgent for women because women who are urgent about their health will also model appropriate habits and new ways of thinking for their children and their spouses. And you can actually not only change the own trajectory of your life, put yourself at less risk for all the metabolic diseases that nine out of 10 people are dying from right now that are all stemming from the very thing we teach, a dysregulated blood sugar, but you're also able to set a new foundation for your family and truly save their lives. I think about all of these women who started working with us, whose husbands or significant others were so tired of them doing different diets. It's like, I'm never going to do that, but they're type two diabetic or they're significantly overweight or they have heart disease or high cholesterol. And when women join in and listen to the ways that we teach, their husbands end up typically doing it with them because they see how simple, sustainable, and satisfying it is and how it's not a diet. And so I am passionate about this and you getting yourself to an internal locus of control because you 
have too much at stake. And it's not just you, it's your whole family. Okay, so let's talk about if, if you have an internal locus of control, what you do. And if you have an external locus of control, what you do. And this is going to be like a self-awareness exercise, something that we do with our clients all the time is a journey of self-awareness. Because if you don't understand yourself, you're never going to be able to figure out how you are going to care for yourself in the most effective way possible. Okay, so ready for this. I want you to see... And then put in the comments what you're reflecting on, what you're thinking about, where you're sitting. Do you think you sit in more of an internal locus of control or an external locus of control? So if you have an external locus of control, be honest, be vulnerable, be real. Don't make excuses, just be real, ready? An external locus of control, you're blaming the circumstances around you as to why you can't A, work out, B, focus on your health, um, e go grocery shopping, you know, cook for your family, um, make food, uh, plan food, wake up earlier that all these circumstances keep you from doing that. Okay. You have that victim type of mentality, like all these other things are happening to you and you don't have control over that. You say, can't, I can't, I can't give up my sugar. I can't give up chocolate. I'm not saying you have to give up chocolate. I'm just saying you think you can't. I can't wake up early. I can't go to bed before midnight. Replacing that with won't will help you. I won't go to bed. I won't like, that's a great tip on how you can start to transition to an internal locus of control. Because let me tell you this, when you have an internal locus of control, it is amazing how much more successful you can be. I'm going to dig into that in a second though. Okay. External locus of control. If you have that, you say, I don't have time. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. What you're really saying is I, I'm not going to make time or it's not important enough for me. And all of those are okay, but you're not a victim of the time. Okay. Oh, my spouse won't support me. My spouse won't support me. So I can't do it because if he won't, then I won't. External locus of control. I can't spend money right now. I can't. I, I mean, kids have to go to college. Uh, we have a wedding ahead. We're going on vacation. I can't spend the money on myself. I, that's an external locus of control. Now's not the right time. Now's not the right time. When things get, we get create a busier or when things get uh, less busy, I'll be able to fill in the blank. There's always a reason why you can't do something as opposed to finding the reasons why you can or will. And when you go into those, you're going into more of an internal locus of control. So be honest. I want to know, where are you sitting in this? So if you have an internal locus of control, you're looking back honestly and kind of like reflect, reflecting or assessing and not blaming. Okay. So it's a, 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 an exercise in reflection and not either guilt for yourself or making others feel bad for why you did or didn't do something. It's simply information that you reflect on and then learn from. If you keep going this way, what's going to happen? Internal locuses of uh, people with an internal locus of control ask themselves that. All right, Carrie, if I keep doing this, what's going to happen? 
we keep doing the same things and expecting a different result in so many ways. I mean, gosh, that's dieting in every single way. Dieting is just another deprivation after deprivation. We think there's going to be another result, a better result of that. But if you have an internal locus of control, you're actually saying, if you catch yourself, you know, consistently not making choices that are going to serve you saying, okay, Carrie, if I keep going this way, what will happen? Okay. A person with an internal locus of control looks for solutions. Instead of like naming the problems, you're solution-driven, solution-oriented. I always say to my team, listen, if you have a problem, no, it's fine, but don't just come to me with the problem. Come to me with an idea for a solution. Those are the people that have internal locus of control. Just presenting the problem becomes that external locus of control. And, and when you have an internal locus of control, you have the knowledge base that there's a responsibility that you have to doing things in a way that will serve you or your family. Now, it might not be your fault that X, Y, and Z happened to you, right? The circumstances may have happened to you, but you still see your responsibility in the response versus an external locus of control where you might feel resentful or, well, it's not my fault that, you know, that happened. Now I can't blank. Okay. So there, there's a difference in there and that's so important. So reflect right now, put in the comments, external or internal, where do you tend to land a little bit more of? And what do you think if you're landing in that external locus of control? What do you think is the, the most common belief that you have that's keeping you there? I want to see that. I want to see that in the comments. I want to hear from you in this way. So having an internal locus of control, when are the people that take the actions necessary to direct your life back to the desired path? And so I just want you to think about how important that is. Because if you have an external locus of control, there's always a reason why you can't do something. And then what happens? One year, two years, five years down the road, you're in a place of extreme risk to your long-term health. Because let's be honest, if you don't do something different, you're not going to get anything different. And just thinking that life is just going to get easier or that I'll figure it out as I go along, you're kind of kidding yourself because actually how old are you and how long have you been struggling with this? The answer is not going to come magically. Nothing worth doing is going to come boom like that. And just boom, I'm just, everything's good. It's going to take work, dedication, commitment, and a recognition that despite my circumstances, I am always in control of my response. I love that actually, because if you're always a victim and you have that external locus of control, then you have actually no ability to change your own trajectory of your own life. And that would be awful. So having the ability to say, uh -uh, I'm going to move myself over to that internal locus of control. I have the ability to respond any way I choose. Well, that changes everything, but it also means you have to take responsibility. And to recognize that the outside circumstances are not a reason why you don't say yes to yourself now and go, okay, I'm in. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this right. I'm going to do this the right way. I so wholeheartedly know and believe with all of my heart and soul 
that how we show you the, a lifestyle that is simple, sustainable, and satisfying is the last nutritional advice you will ever need. But there will always be something in the way. And it's up to you to establish that locus of control so you don't let that happen. All right. Okay. So here are some steps. Now it might not just be in nutrition. You could have this about a variety of things, but very typically, if you have an external locus of control in one area, it seeps into other areas of your life, whether it's parenting, your marriage, your work, uh, how you uh, handle friendships and relationships. So it impacts everything in multiple areas of your life. All right. So steps to take, to take, to get towards that internal locus of control. So I want you to think about converting like an obsession, uh, or a conversation around the circumstance. Sometimes we we talk so much about the circumstance, so much about the issue, almost in a subconscious way to get people to agree with us that we had no choice. We call it confirmation bias that you are saying out loud, the things that, are the circumstances keeping you from being able to show up for yourself. And we'd likely tell it to the people who are going to affirm this bias that we don't have control of our response. So for example, if you are saying, oh my gosh, it's like my kids have, you know, baseball and dance and soccer and every single night I'm running around. I mean, there is no time for me to cook dinner or to work out. And I guarantee you're going to say it to somebody who's not doing that. And they're going to say, oh my gosh, I hear you. It's impossible. We're just, we do takeout. I do whatever I can. Sometimes I'm just eating a Hershey bar. That is that external locus of control that you're affirming with somebody else's bias so that it almost feeds your own. So my, my encouragement to you is to take that language of all of these things that are keeping it hard and turn it into a plan of action. Literally write it down, plan of action and figure out what are the problems and think about brainstorming solutions to those. Because if you want to show up for yourself, if you want to cook dinner or exercise or whatever it is, you're going to find a solution. But sometimes you just got to get down on paper to do that. It sits in our right side of our brain, messy and creative and all like makes sense. But the minute we get it out by speaking about it through an internal locus of control, through problem-solving mindset, and writing it down on paper, it moves over to our left side of our brain. And naturally, that is the problem-solving side of our brain. So just by the act of getting that on, down on paper and calling it a plan of action, you're going to be able to shift towards a more internal locus of control. Here is another tip that I say every single client of mine is the number one thing I ask and I work on with them is that you start your mornings every single day with intention. I always joke about this. My clients will tell you all the time I say this metaphor. So we have a pool in our backyard and every morning I wake up and I take a microfiber cloth and I wipe down all of the loungers right around the pool. And I go in every single morning and every morning, inevitably there's bird poop, third bird poop on one of the loungers. And I'm ready for, I have my little spray bottle and I clean off the bird poop but never gets that bad. Nobody even knows because I'm out there every single morning and I just wipe it down. It takes me a few minutes. But if I didn't go every day and I waited like a week, there'd be a lot of bird poop on the loungers and it'd be gross and be nasty. And it would be so much work to get it cleaned up. 
that is how I feel about morning time. (laughs) I know it's such a weird metaphor, but when you show up every single morning for yourself, even for 15 minutes and you reflect on your mindset, you reflect on your day, you're intentional about what you're going to do when you're going to do it. You are literally cleaning up the bird poop that came about from the day before. Now you might not get all the things done, but no big deal because the next day you're going to show up and you're going to reevaluate. You're going to clean the bird poop and you're going to get everything organized. And then you're going to go and do it every single day. Just that act is going to allow you more of an internal locus of control. And then my third tip on that is on the back end of that, we actually end our evenings with a little bit of reflection. So if you start your morning for 15 minutes and you ask the question, what are my intentions for the day? Just that. And you kind of go through and you, and you write out where your intentions are, whether it's in your mindset, your time management, or how you care for your body. I call that the trifecta. And then at the end of the day, you say, what did I do? How'd it go? And you don't beat yourself up. You look for the good. All the things you did that were awesome. It takes 30 seconds to do, maybe a minute. That analysis is going to keep you from going too far off the rails ever the bird poop ever getting up too much, but also naturally giving yourself an internal locus of control, but you got to show up daily and do it. You get, you brush your teeth daily, right? It's just as important as that. Okay. Next tip. I want you to define what an actual fire is because we get derailed with circumstances when we think that there is some sort of emergency. And to be very honest with you, unless somebody is like in an accident or sick that you have to deal with, or there's an actual fire in your house, it can probably wait. You don't have to answer every text message that comes, that comes up. You don't have to jump on all the things at every single moment because you have important things to do. And when you identify everything as a fire, you're actually staying in an external locus of control because then everything, I mean, you're going to have excuses all day long that you're not going to be able to get anything done with. But if you really truly define what a fire is, then you're going to say, okay, that's not a fire. I'm still going to do the important things that I have to do. And while that's not a fire, it still might be urgent. I will get that done. I have to, because it's an urgent thing but really define what is a fire, okay? So the thing that I know with the different clients we have worked on are those with the internal locus of control have absolutely made so much more progress in their physical and and mindset goals than the people who don't. I'm gonna give you two examples. One of them is Donna. Donna's been on our podcast. If you go and look for Donna the Medium, you're going to see she's amazing, an amazing, amazing woman. She has a problem um, solution, like how, how do I say this? A solution-driven mindset. She doesn't take the problems and sit them as, uh, sits on them as problems. And she really developed that through her time working with us. Um, and it, it came to the test, life and circumstances. And just recently, Donna lost her very best friend to cancer. And a week and a half later, she lost her dad. It was one of the hardest times in her life. But she knew, she practiced, she cultivated 
an internal locus of control for almost 18 months of working with us. Prior to working with us, when her mom died, she talks how she went to Cinnabon and literally ate an entire cinnamon bun. And she did it multiple times thinking, I am sad. I am a victim. I can't function. I need to eat this. Instead, her internal locus of control took over and said, despite these circumstances, I'm going to control my response. And she got through those tragedies in a way that, that honored the lives of the people she lost and loved. And she came out the other end feeling empowered. Her healing was better than it was the first time when she lost her mom because she wasn't dealing with all the other guilt that went along with being out of control with her choices. And so Donna is an inspiration to so many of us. And then I'm going to tell you about another, uh, another client who I'm not going to share her real name, but I will tell you, we'll call her Nancy. Uh, Nancy came on really having a lot of goals and, and really wanting to do a lot of things. Busy mom, own business um, with her husband. And from day one, really struggled with saying, I can't wake up early, really wouldn't get herself into our learning portal to learn, wouldn't respond to her coach, but always there was a reason for it. Always there was something that popped up. A kid was sick. The business needed her. She didn't sleep well the night before. And it was that pattern over and over and over again that she felt was reasonable, but was really an external locus of control. We worked real hard to bring her there. And we, and we know that because our clients are with us forever, we will get her back in there. But she had just as much potential and probably on paper actually was a less busy person than Donna and all that she has going on in her life with her job. And she has actually multiple businesses and jobs and kids and all of that. But it was around that external versus internal locus of control that I have seen over and over and over and over again. And unfortunately, life's chaos for Nancy continues to take over. Only she can develop this. We can lead you. We can coach you. But there is a time when you have to make a decision. And then you will figure out the solutions. You just got to decide why is it important enough? And how many times do you want to go around that mountain? I say that all the time. How many times do you really want to go around this mountain anymore? We cannot make more time. An internal locus of control will help you to be happier, healthier, more resilient to life circumstances. You'll have better performance and you're going to live purposely. That to me is the goal. That to me is what you really want. And having that formula of saying internal locus of control versus external, that's going to get you there. Let's do it, right? So no more excuses, no more victim around the circumstances, no more can't. Start to shift your mindset over to how do I problem solve this? I can and should control my responses. I can come up with a plan of action. I can start my mornings with intention. I can end my days with reflection, define truly what's a fire and know that by establishing an internal locus of control, I actually will be able to meet my goals. And if I don't, 
I won't. All right, you guys, I am dying to hear what you think about this, where you are, where your mindset is, how this is helping you and what you're going to do as a result of this today. So put them in the comments. I want to hear from you. I can't wait. Remember every single week, some of our coaches open up certain slots in their calendars to be able to sit with, with, with our, our, our squad members, our followers to be able to come up with a plan of action for you. Wherever you are in your journey, there is a place for you in disruptive nutrition. It is our passion. It is our mission to be able to serve women so that they can go do the things that they were actually put on this earth to do. Because I'll tell you right now, you were not put on this earth to find the right diet, but you were purposely made for something amazing. Let's get you healthy and strong so that you can go do that. So book a call. Take advantage of when we do have our calendar open. We'll put a link uh, in here for you. And again, put in the comments your thoughts, your takeaways. Okay, guys, bye.